Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to the Umrpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Abiy Lasmar, and today I have with me a very interesting guest that I'm very excited to share with you, Brother Junaid Rahman, who is actually a med student. You're going to ask me, Abiy, I thought this was an Umrpreneur Podcast, I thought this was Entrepreneurs, but let me tell you, mashallah, Brother Junaid has created an amazing following on Instagram with over 60,000 followers, and he really focuses on sharing his routine, how to be the best version of himself physically, personally, mentally, spiritually. And he's been able to garner an amazing following doing so. And so we're going to talk today about what it really takes to win at the social media game, as well as what inspired him to share his personal life on social media and some things he's learned along the way. So if you've been struggling with growing on social media, this is going to be the episode for you. Junaid, assalamu alaikum, bro. I'm so excited to dive in. Wa alaikum salam. Firstly, that introduction uh, was too good, man. Too good. You're too kind. You're too kind. Um, it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. I'm a huge fan of the podcast, and um, it's just a privilege to be here. Of course. The privilege is all mine, brother, man. I'm really excited to dive into this. And a great place to start is really, before we even talk about anything you're doing online, you're a med student, bro. But I mean, mm. I can definitely see the entrepreneur strain in you. So, I mean, I'm not going to make your parents hate me and tell you to quit school and become an entrepreneur because then they're going to probably like send people here and I don't want to be like installing security cameras and stuff, you know? Um, but, you, but, you tell, but you tell me, what is it within you, you know, that kind of you feel like drives you not only for success in your personal life as a student, but also to kind of excel in other areas? What is your driver, your motivation, your purpose? Yeah, so this is something that I've been really nailing down in the past year. Um, I feel like before the past year, I was sort of mindlessly just going through university and through life, I think I've really made that transition from boy to man um, mm. in the past year, year and a half. And I think that's what defines being a man, you know, having a purpose. And I think for me, a huge part of my purpose is number one, pleasing Allah. You know, that goes without saying. Um, if you're able to please Allah and encompass that within everything that you do, then there'll be barakah and blessings within that. And so yeah. going beyond that, for me, I want to be able to please Allah through serving people, through serving uh, serving others, serving my community, my loved ones, my family. And I think that's a huge motivator for me, uh, not only to graduate medical school, but also to achieve a level of financial and time freedom going forward. Mm. I can best serve my community and my family. And inshallah, um, Allah willing, the sort of the world as well. Yeah. Well, that's an amazing and beautiful purpose, mashallah. And and for you as a med student, I imagine right now at this moment, it's pretty hard to do because, I mean, I don't know how the system is. Where you are? Are you in the UK, US? Where are you? Based? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the UK, so I'm born and bred right. in the UK. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so I'm born in Canada myself, and here in Canada, like when you decide to go into medicine, it's gonna be like, okay, look we have the traditional route, you know, the three years of university and you get out. And then there's like med students who are in there for like eight years. Um, and it's, the, and it's a total grind. So what you've chosen as a path is the total opposite of what you want. So mm -hmm. tell me, how do you balance, how do you kind of, you know, come to terms with that? It's a jungle, my friend. It's a jungle. <laughs> um, I think, I think to be honest with you, med school is incredibly challenging on its own. I think mm -hmm. I would describe it as a full-time job and some because not only do you have to show up to the hospital and essentially do the shifts that a doctor does you don't get paid for it and you also right. have to study as well so there's a lot of time commitment that you have to put in just to sort of get through medical school itself alhamdulillah 
um, I'm sort of towards the end of my journey. So it has sort of eased off. Uh, I'm not sure if you'd, you'd, you'd expect that, but it has sort of eased off in terms of the intensity. Uh, but it is just trying to make sure I finish off that, that final little hurdle, just clear that final hurdle, graduate, and uh, inshallah, then the world is my oyster. Um, with a med school, it's difficult. It's difficult balancing outside interests with medicine. But I feel like that would be an excuse. If I was to use medicine as an excuse, um, I know that I'd be letting myself down. So I have to just right. power through and do what I can on the side. Um, even if it's suboptimal, I've just got to do what I can. And uh, inshallah, when med school finishes, I can make that a full-time thing. Yeah, inshallah. Definitely, brother. Well, what inspired you to even get started sharing parts of your life on social media? Mm-hmm. Right? What is it that inspired you to... Was it to just happen you know, kind of by accident and then you just realized, okay, well, let me keep going or was it actually intentional? So Abi, I'm going to open up here. I'm going to be honest with you. So please, uh, a year ago, uh, roughly around, I'd say October time, 2021, um, I was in a very low period in my life. So Alhamdulillah, I've never really had any sort of mental mental health issues. Um, may Allah protect me as well. I've never really had I mean. any issues like that, but I know that mentally I was at a very low point. Um mm-hmm. Physically, I was at a very low point. Spiritually, I was in a very low point. And I feel as though the, the year before that, I'd almost let myself go. Um, and so I remember there was a point when, you could call it a turning point, where I realized that if I continue down this path, the future is looking you know, purposeless for me. It's looking, it's looking quite bleak, to put it bluntly. So I knew that I had to make a change. I had to do something with my life. I had to do something that I'm proud of. And really sort of channel through my masculine energy and, and just sort of get things done, things that I'm proud of done. And I think it was during that time that I discovered self-improvement. I discovered the whole concept of building good habits and doing certain things to level up your personality and your mental game and your physique and everything else. And so I thought to myself, you know, I'd already done a bit of YouTube on the side uh, for about a year and a half before that. And I thought, why not just document my journey? Um, I, I remembered a, a quote. I, I can't remember who said it. I think it might have been Gary Vee, but he said, mm-hmm. documents don't create. And, yes, it is Gary Vee, correct. Yeah, and I thought correct. to myself, I don't really have to have everything figured out. I'm just going to document my journey and maybe some people can join along. So I never really planned for it to get as big as it did. But alhamdulillah, that's the position I'm in right now. So Alhamdulillah, that's amazing, man. So, you know, a lot of people kind of, you know, when you say document, don't create, because that's something that I actually really struggle with. Personally, I've always struggled with. I am not a social media person. Like I actually have, like it's hard for me to think of, oh, I need to pick up my phone and I need to record this. And even with Omarpreneur, with our Instagram, like a lot of the content that we create is like, it's pre-planned. It's intentional. It's like, okay, we're going to put out, you know, this post on this day and this is what we're going to talk about and this is what we're going to do. But I also see very much the value in kind of bringing people into the behind the scenes of how we're building this business, what are the things that we're doing. And I always tell myself, like, I really want to do this and, you know, I'm going to put an effort to it, but I just can't bring myself to bro because I'm just not, it doesn't come naturally to me, which is odd to say. So let me ask you this. Let's debunk this right now. Cause yeah. I know that there's a million listeners um, you know, we don't have a million listeners. I wish we did, but there's a million inshallah. people out there. One day, inshallah. <laughs> but <laughs> the, inshallah, you know, there's a million people out there that are probably feel the same way. And I know a lot of people do feel the same way that I speak to. So 
do you feel the same way or does it come naturally to you? And how, how would you, what kind of advice would you give to me or to someone that's going through that? Okay, number one advice, don't overthink it and just make one piece of content every single day. It could mm -hmm. be the worst piece of content, but you simply just got to put the reps in at the start because you're never going to be amazing at something. It's like going to the gym. There's such a steep learning curve. At the start, you're only going to do like the lightest weights possible. You're going to get used to the exercises. So just keep putting the reps in. Even if you're not sort of proud of the content you're putting out, just keep putting the reps in. And over time, your quality will slowly increase. And mm -hmm. you, and then because you've already got that rich library of content behind you, it's almost like an exponential curve where things right. just take off for you. So the biggest advice I'd give to anyone listening is if you want to create content and you want to show the raw, unfiltered side to yourself, then just don't overthink it because it's easy to get that spotlight effect. It's easy to think that you're the center of attention, that everyone cares about what you do. Let's right. be honest, no one really right. cares. No one really cares. Everyone's so focused on themselves. So I, I think take it as a game. Just treat it as a game. Like I'm just going to make one piece of content every day and that's my goal for the day. And, and inshallah over time, you'll see those uh, followers and the engagement skyrocketing. Definitely, man. So for, for someone like yourself, because for me, it's like there's there's that goal where it's like, okay, the reason why we want to we want to grow on social media and, and you know we want to make sure that we continue to build our audience is because we want to bring more people to uh, be aware. We want to increase awareness of you know our podcast, of the services that we have, of the coaching that we offer. For mm -hmm. you specifically as a med student right now, you're, you're creating all this content, but what baffles me even more is that there's no call to action behind it, or at least not from what I've seen. And so you're really creating content for the sake of inspiring people to become the best version of themselves as well. Mm -hmm. uh, the content that you share really isn't content that, um, I feel like it's really content that very much inspires people to, as you mentioned, kind of like implement these habits in their lives to improve, whether mm -hmm. it's go to the gym, implement like productive morning routines, read more, stretch more, work out more. And so what is it for you that you feel like, or why, what's the why behind you creating all of this content for you specifically? <laughs> So at the start, it was literally just a way of keeping myself accountable because mm -hmm. I thought to myself, if I'm putting out a piece of content every day, there's going to be at least one person who's expecting that piece of content every day. Right. Uh, obviously, that one turned into a lot more, but initially it did start off as an accountability thing just for myself to, to say, Junaid, you know what? People are relying on you. People are expecting you to post. So just get it done. Do the right things and uh, document it. And then over time, the comments started coming in, the DMs started coming in, and people started saying how just watching the stuff had a huge impact on them, how they were motivated, how they were inspired. And I think that for me, something clicked inside of me where I was like, this isn't just about me anymore. This is about the wider community. This is about other people. And so, alhamdulillah, I think that just motivated me to keep it going for even longer um, mm. and to get to the point where I'm at right now. And I think one... One little game I had to play with myself, actually, especially at the start when I was trying to keep myself accountable was I had to make sure that when I recorded myself doing something, so for example, at the gym or meditating, I always made sure that I did the thing first and then recorded myself because I didn't want to release that dopamine of, hey, I'm recording myself. Now I don't need to do the whole like the actual habit. So, right. so you got to make sure you, you know, you play these little games with yourself, but actually hold yourself accountable to it as well.
Right. So it's kind of like you almost like being like, instead of you be forming like an accountability group, your accountability group is like your audience on social media. It's like, I have, I have to do this morning problem. routine. Yeah. yeah. I got to put it out. And you've, you kind of hacked it that way, which is amazing. Mashallah. So let me ask you this for you specifically, you know, you're balancing, you know, your studies along with your self-improvement journey. And, and for many people listening to this, many of them entrepreneurs, they're balancing their business with their self-improvement journey. For mm -hmm. you, what have you found to be a good way or for you, how have you managed to balance like your pursuit of your studies along with continuing to maintain routines in terms of working out, in terms of, you know, working on posting on social media, mm -hmm. posting videos on YouTube and doing everything else that you want to do in your life? Yeah. So, uh, Abi, I think it's, it's really important and also to anyone listening, um, it's important to realize that self-improvement isn't just something you do. It's it's a lifestyle. Mm. You have to embody self-improvement because as soon as that mentality clicks for you in your head, as soon as you embody the mentality that I'm always going to keep improving no matter what, then it doesn't feel like the two are separated. It just becomes part of your life, part of your routine. Right. And so right. as you're trying to balance your business, you can also implement self-improvement habits within that to improve your business mentality, to improve your energy, your focus, your clarity, and all of that will benefit your business. So I think there's a nice sort of synergy between the two. It doesn't have to be separated. And that's the way I view it, um, because I know that with self-improvement, I'm going to be a better man. I'm going to be better for my family, for my friends. I'm going to be better at studying. I'm going to be better at doing everything else on the side. So it's all linked. Everything's linked right. together. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And it's interesting that you say that because a lot of people see it to be, as you mentioned, kind of like a separate activity, like something that you do. But I, I love that it's more the way you approach it. It's like, no, it's a state. Like self-improvement is a state. It's something that you are, right? Mm -hmm. You're in a state of self-improvement, which is really amazing. SubhanAllah. Do yeah. you ever take time off? Do you ever take breaks? Breaks from what? Breaks from that state. Do you ever just take a week where you're like, you know what? All the um, routines are thrown out the window. I'm no, going to binge watch no. Netflix. I'm going to eat like a bunch of cake. Uh, there's a um, tub of ice cream for, waiting for me for lunch. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, there are days when things aren't perfect. So things aren't 100%. So um, I'll show you. I don't, I don't have it on me at the moment. But right. there, there's a sheet that I use to track my habits. Um, on that sheet, there's you know cold showers, stretching, meditation, going to the gym, going on a walk, reading, um, and then the final one is just spending time alone with Allah, you know, reading Quran um, yeah. and stuff like that. So you can see there's a lot of things, like little habits to do in a day. And I don't do every single one every single day, but I try my best to get everything done. So mm -hmm. I've tried to get as many ticked off as I can. Um, and I don't think there's ever been a day that I've not done at least one of those things. So nice. it's, it's always, it's always like, I'm not aiming for perfection. I'm just aiming to get as many done as I can. Right. And, and actually tracking it on a sheet allows me to see which ones I'm struggling with, you know, which right. habits I'm struggling with. And uh, one thing I like to do, actually, this might benefit anyone who's watching this, is make the thing you want to do as easy as possible at the start. Mm -hmm. You know, reduce the mental friction. So make it so easy that it would be rude not to do the thing. So right. if you want to meditate and you're struggling to meditate, just try doing one mindful breath a day. And, and that's your goal for the day. Um, and then slowly taper it up as the days go on. Yeah, I love that advice. And, and that's something that I actually learned as well um, 
from the book Atomic Habits by James yeah, exactly, Clear. Yeah. yeah, so it's a it's a really great book that I recommend if if uh, anyone hasn't read it to check it out. And he really talks about that about making it like so easy and starting with you know tiny little habits and then eventually growing them from there. And I think that's so key. So for you, Junaid, I also noticed that um, through your social media that you actually created like a little mini course on meditation mm-hmm. um, uh, through Skillshare. Tell me about that. What, what inspired you to create that mini course? Um, it was just experimentation, just like everything else that I've ever done in my life. Um, okay. Purely experimentation. So I've got some friends, um, Ahmed and Hassan. They might be watching this right now, but they're also creators. Um, they also create YouTube videos. And I saw them creating Skillshare courses. And I thought, you know what? Let me try this out. Let me see how it goes. Um, Alhamdulillah, it, it was quite fun. It takes a lot of time, which is why I haven't created more because you can think about it as it's essentially four or five YouTube videos in one package. And even making one YouTube video takes so long. So it, it really is uh, very time intensive. So inshallah, when I'm free, uh, maybe during the holidays, when I have a week off or something, I'm going to make another course, inshallah. Inshallah, that's amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, courses are an amazing way to get started online because I feel like you know, condensing information that you have, knowledge that you have and putting it out there, it's like an asset that is able to generate you an income. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to be investing your personal time outside of creating the course to generate income, which is an amazing way to get started. Um, yeah. So let me ask you this. You're, you're someone, again, who balances kind of multiple areas of their lives and you're a student. For, for a student that might be listening to this and that might be considering entrepreneurship, should they drop out? Should they finish before they become an entrepreneur? What should they do, bro? What's your advice? <laughs> okay i would say if you have a, if you have a safety net so if you have x amount of money saved up where you can sustain yourself for a year two years i would say think about dropping out if you're 100 set on a goal and it's defined and you know what you want bismillah say bismillah do istahara go for it but if you haven't got that safety net if you haven't got that financial security then get that financial security first because you don't want to starve and you don't want to have to be a burden on others whilst you're chasing your passion. So get your security first and then go heavy on your passion. That's what I would say. So for me, there was a time in third year of medical school, um, two years ago when I was I, I was done, bro. Like I, I wanted to quit. Um, right. I spoke to all my friends and I was like, guys, I'm out. I'm not doing this. I spoke to my parents and they were like, no, hell no, you're not leaving. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> uh, but no, I, in reality, they, they were quite concerned. Um, everyone was concerned. And I think it took a good sort of month and a half um, of me in that sort of burnout phase to sort of get over it. And the way I got out of it was just speaking to friends, speaking to family, um, and actually just trying to see the blessings in what I do. If anyone's out there thinking right now that they want to quit what they do right now for something better, just remember that the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Um, And also you should always try to see the blessings in your present situation first. So I thought back to how hard I was working to get into medical school. And I thought back to what 18-year-old Junaid would say if if he saw that I quit three years in. And I realized, no, I realized I had to finish this journey and then begin another one because I don't want to leave sort of loose ends. I want to complete one thing, have that security of Alhamdulillah, I'm now a doctor. And then from there, I can always do whatever I want in my life. Mm-hmm. 
between you and me, let's let's hope your parents don't listen to this episode. What do you want to do when you graduate, brother? Are you gonna go? And, do you feel like you're gonna go and work, or do you feel like you're gonna actually try to start your own business? Because you definitely have the entrepreneur gene, which is what I was telling yeah. you before we uh, we recorded this. Yeah. So, bro, I'm actually in the process of trying to launch a business right now. Um, it's like a little mentoring business. It's not. I've not really promoted it anywhere. I've not scaled it anywhere. I've got a couple. Of, I've got a handful of lads that I mentor, and nice. that's like a very sort of low key kind of group. Um, nice. it's one of the most amazing things that I've ever done. It's so, so, it's such a huge privilege. Um, I can see myself scaling that up as well. But right now, um, the plan is finish medical school. And after that, in the UK, you have to do one year, a minimum of one year of working as a doctor. And then you get your sort of full registration. So right. once you get that full registration, you can leave for 10 years and then come back anytime you want. So you always have that backing. Um, right. So, so the dream is, inshallah, going forward, I'm just going to keep it real. Um, I don't see myself doing medicine full-time. I don't see myself working as a doctor full-time because there's just no freedom in that lifestyle. You're mm. essentially working for someone. You have to show up at a certain time. Alhamdulillah, the, the job itself is beautiful. It's such a blessed job, um, you know, helping patients, but there's just no freedom in that lifestyle. And so I think my gift to the world would be through other avenues, through other channels, inshallah. Inshallah, definitely, bro. We'll keep us updated on when you launch so we can we kind of share with our, our audience sure. and our listeners, man. Sure. So for you personally, as we wrap up this episode, one question that I have for you is if you could meet, you know, you mentioned like 18-year-old Junaid who, who got started on this journey, but if you could meet like that 18-year-old version of yourself, uh, for someone that's listening, and you could you could tell him one thing, you know, one thing to hold mm-hmm. on to as he goes through this journey of life and continues to grow. What would you want that one thing to be? What would you tell him specifically? Mm. I would say focus on what you can't control. Mm-hmm. I think that's one mentality that's always served me well whenever I needed it. Because it's so easy to look ahead. It's so easy to get sort of anxiety about things um, and overly worry about things that are out of our control. Yeah. And I think it's just a waste of mental energy. If you use that mental energy and focus fully on the things that are within your direct control, then inshallah, you know, you'll have an amazing outcome. And so I think for me, that's that's just one of the things that I always keep reminding myself. It's actually, if you look here, it's not it's not here anymore, but I used to have it as like my home screen. Uh, right yeah. now I'm screen something else. But it's just a message that I keep saying to myself, you know, it's almost like a stoic mentality, you know, focus on what you can't control don't worry about things that are out of your control. It's a lot easier sort of said than done, but I would say you just got to keep reminding yourself of that. Um, and just just go put your full heart into everything you do. You know, yeah. don't do anything half-heartedly. Say Bismillah for everything. Do istihara and just go for it. Inshallah. 100%. This is an amazing advice. Thank you so much brother tonight this was an absolute pleasure of a podcast and conversation i really enjoyed it man i can't wait for you to become an entrepreneur and then uh, make sure to reach out to me bro so i can coach you on how to launch and grow that business <laughs> in um, sure. in and sure. we can help support you through that man but uh this was a really good great episode honestly and um one that i think even for me especially now that we're starting this new year i i, t- I took a week off for the end of the year uh for mm. me like completely from all routines everything i was also sick you can hear it in my voice i'm like fully blocked out mm. uh, fully congested um, but so I was forced to not only like take off from work, but then also from the gym and everything else that I was doing. Um, but I actually found that quite refreshing and I found that to be like something that I needed just to kind of approach 
the business and what I was doing from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, and now as I'm kind of climbing back into the routine and into like kind of grind mode, uh, you know, just this conversation itself, uh, really kind of helped light that spark of, okay, like I'm really excited mm -hmm. to dive back into that, like self-improvement state and, you know, start putting all those routines back into place, inshallah. So this was even a very beneficial conversation for me. So thank you for that. Oh, that's a huge privilege, man. Thank you so much. Um, and it's just been like, um, I think actually me speaking about this stuff as well has kind of reminded me of certain things that I used to think about, um, certain lessons as well. So I'm grateful for you actually for giving me the opportunity to just even remember, remember this stuff. Awesome, man. Definitely, bro. How can people go and follow you and connect with you if they want to, continue to uh kind of benefit from not only what you shared today but obviously like everything you share on social media so um i'd say youtube and instagram so if you just type in junaid or rahman um it's the same handle everywhere and those are the two main platforms that i use and if you if any of you guys are listening and you do want mentoring just drop me a dm saying mentoring and i'll send you a yes. google form um with more details inshallah so i am planning on sort of getting on more clients you know building more clients um, in the next coming weeks, inshallah, and actually launching the whole platform itself. So keep inshallah. that. Yeah, definitely, bro. So we'll make sure to include those links in the description, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or watching on YouTube. Check the episode notes or description for Instagram uh, and YouTube uh, of Junaid Rahman, inshallah. And uh, don't forget to DM him with mentoring if you need some some inspiration and coaching. What do you focus on? Do you focus more on the productivity side of things? Do you focus more on self-improvement? What do you focus on? Um, it's more self-improvement and productivity, both actually. So whatever the client, whatever the person comes with, whatever issue they come with, a lot of the people that I mentor, it's mainly sort of building a routine, help with sort of establishing certain habits. And so I just give them tips and tricks that I've used that can help them, inshallah. Amazing, mashallah. So make sure to go ahead and DM him, mentoring and follow him on Instagram and YouTube. It's been a pleasure, bro. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. And hopefully we'll do this again soon. Inshallah. Jazakallah. Wa alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.